Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about gold exploration in Nevada, the Silver State, and I'm joined by Matthew Lennox-Kin, President and CEO of Contact Gold. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. Now, you put out some very interesting uh, drill results this morning. We mentioned them in the the morning daily briefing this morning. Uh, Tell us about that. What did you hit and where? Great. Yeah, thank you. Um, So we released results from our Green Springs project this morning. Uh, Green Springs is a high-grade oxide gold project uh, in Nevada. It's located on the southern end of the Cortez trend, uh, directly east of Caliber Mining and their Pan Mining Gold Rock project. So that's the setting. Um, we completed uh, 23 holes for just over 2,100 meters earlier this summer at Green Springs. Uh, all those were, all those meters and all those holes were dedicated to following up on three uh, oxide gold discoveries the company made in 2021. Um, and today's results, uh, we put out three holes from the X-ray zone. This is one of those high-grade oxide zones. Uh, the headline hole, 1.66 grams per ton over nearly 29 meters. Um, a, a sub-interval of that is 2.66 over 15 meters, um, and that starts at a depth of 9 meters from surface. So very shallow, really nice oxidation and, and really strong grades as well. Thank you, Matt. Now, just to put a little bit more context around that, um, oxide mineralization in Nevada, we're talking open pitable, heat leachable mineralization. That's exactly the goal here, yeah, is, is to put uh, Green Springs back on a path to being a mine. It was a small mine in the late 1980s. um, And our goal through our exploration work is to to make additional discoveries, define resources and put it on that pathway again. Thank you. And another sort of bit of context, the the average grade in Nevada for this kind of project tends to be, correct me if I'm wrong, so 0.5, 0.6. So you're looking at what three times the average grade from from the hit you've reported this morning. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We can, it's interesting in Nevada, where um, as you as you rightly point out, average grades can be quite low. Uh, the Pan Mine, which is just across the valley, produces at about 0.4 to 0.42 grams per ton. Uh, realizes really strong um, on sustaining costs, in spite of that low grade. Uh, so we're we're very very encouraged with these uh, with these grades that, as you point out, are you know, three, four, in some cases five times that. And I think uh, Marigold, um, that's at the top of the quarter's trend, isn't it? And that's, that's right. 0.2 or less, isn't it? They produce from. It's very low grade. I think their cutoff grade, um, and apologies if I get this wrong, is about 0.1 grams per ton. Uh, wow. So certainly that like, they're very efficient earth moving operations in Nevada. You can realize really low costs. And, and I think that's one of the reasons it, it continues to be a focus for, uh, for corporates. Okay, so 29 meters of 1.66 grams per ton, obviously a great result within that context. Uh, you mentioned you've sort of completed a, a drilling program. So what are the next steps for, for, for Green Springs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially allowing all those results to come in, assess where we're at with the project. Um, ideally, we would like to come back here later in 2022 to follow up on what have been very successful follow-up holes. Um, at the X-ray zone specifically, um, we're wide open or completely unconstrained to the west, the south, and the east. Uh, there's no historic drilling in that uh, in that direction from X-ray. So we, we have a huge amount of space where we can continue to step out and, and ideally, um, uh, ideally, 
replicate these hits and then and then define resources at that target. Uh, at Green Springs, we, we also have a wealth of other targets, uh, whether they're uh, established discoveries like the Tango Zone or what we call the Mine Trend. Um, and then we also have large scale, in uh, in this case, over a kilometer of strike length, untested targets that, that do look very, very similar to the areas we've uh, we've drilled discoveries in so far. Okay, thank you. I'd like to bring in your other project now, Pony Creek, mm. which is at the, the southern end of the Nevada's other main trend, the, the Carling yep. trend. You put a, a resource out there, a maiden resource out there earlier this year in January of uh, what, 433,000 ounces. Um, right. what, what, what are you doing there? What, what's the plan to continue building on that? Absolutely. So our, our goal is um, in the fall of 2022, so late September, perhaps early October, to come back, execute if a follow-up and step-out program on that resource estimate. Um, we think there's a very uh, clear pathway to adding at least 50% to that in the short term um, and certainly have the goal to, in, whether it's as part of this um, 2022 program or in future programs, to take that north of a million and, and, uh, and beyond. Um, it's a very large property. It's very prospective. Uh, and our success rate in drilling has been uh, really strong with over 90% of our drill holes hitting gold mineralization at Pony Creek. Thank you, Matt. Um, I'd like to sort of move on to you know the corporate strategy, talk a little bit about that. Obviously, you're in Nevada. A lot of companies are in Nevada. A lot more want to be in Nevada. Mm -hmm. At, um, at uh, Green Springs, as you mentioned, you've recently got a new neighbor in, in Caliber Mining. It's it's operating the Pan Mine. The next one it's going to build is Gold Rock, which is about uh, seven kilometers from, from Green Springs. Um, at Pony Creek, you're just to the south of Gold Standard Ventures, which is under an offer by uh, mm -hmm. Aula Mining at the moment. So a lot of M&A happening in, in Nevada in general, but specifically yeah. in the neighborhoods where you're active in. Um, how, how does that feed into your corporate strategy obviously you want to grow as many uh, explore and develop as many ounces as possible uh, with open pitable heat bleachable that's in some way some would say the easiest mining it's the easiest mining method or, or approach mm -hmm. for a junior to become a producer so how do you balance that possibility versus the possibility of finding a lot of ounces and send, selling it on to one of these other companies I think ultimately you you come to um, I'll call it a fork in the road where you you, you look at where you've brought your project to, um, and ultimately it comes to, to what what is going to be most beneficial for our shareholders. Is it is it is it pursuing the financing to ultimately build a mine, become a producing uh, a producing company, and, and keep growing from that platform, or is it more beneficial for the shareholder to um, yeah, accept an offer as GSV has done, lock in that 30 to 40% premium to spot um, and, and allow the shareholders to make their own decision if they want to be part of the larger combined company or take their proceeds and, and, and invest it somewhere else. So our approach at the project level doesn't really change in spite of call it the new neighbors that we have and, and that we will have after the, um, the gold standard uh, ventures vote today for that transaction. It, in, in the case of Green Springs and in the case of Pony Creek, we're really interested in um, defining standalone projects. And if that makes them attractive enough or um, appealing enough to the neighbors in a consolidation play, well, that, that's a really good outcome. 
but we think it's important to, to always do um, top level science. In this case, geology, of course, look at things like metallurgy, permitting, land status, water rights, um, wrap it all up. And because that's all, those are all things you need to take care of if you're going to build a mine or if you're going to attract a premium bid from a, from a potential acquirer. Okay. Now, uh, you're a geologist, I understand. So would that potentially suggest that you're more interested personally in building lots of outers and selling on rather than having to grapple with taking something into production? Uh, very good question. Um, in my career, um, which dates back to, to the late, I guess, mid-1990s, actually, um, I've been involved in a number of discoveries that, that have ultimately become mines, but I've never personally been involved in, um, in building that mine. So certainly my skill set, and I would suggest the majority of our team's skill set, is at the discovery resource definition early, earlier stage part of the equation. Um, that said, I, I don't think we're old enough dogs not, not to learn new tricks. Well, you look quite young. You look younger than I am, so <laughs> definitely not. Okay, so um, now let's broaden that M&A discussion. Uh, Nevada draws a lot of M&A activity. We've mentioned uh, Calibri buying Fiore Gold a couple of years ago, and now Orla is on the table with a bid for uh, Gold Standard Ventures. Uh, obviously, going back a few years, we've got uh, the creation of Nevada gold mines, the merger of Barrett Gold and uh, most of Barrett Gold's and Newmont's assets in Nevada. We could uh, mention countless other transactions as well. Um, how do you see the current scenario in Nevada for M&A activity? And how do you think that's going to develop over the, the, the remainder of the year? And I'd like to sort of bring into that also the fact that a lot of companies' stock prices are very, very depressed. Mm -hmm. And so presumably that means you know valuations are attractive for acquirers yeah I, I agree with that last point i think that really valuations are from an acquisition point of view they're they're as attractive as they ever have been really i think we probably need to go back to perhaps 2008 before things rallied off the bottom there to to see an environment like we're in right now i think in nevada i think we'll continue to see larger companies. And, and in this case, I, I would say mid-tier companies coming into Nevada. Um, I think for the for the very large deposits, uh, Nevada Gold Mines really has those locked up at this point in time. But if a company is looking to come in and add 100 to 200,000 ounces of annual production, I think there are opportunities for that to happen. Um, we did see Sentara come in earlier this year and acquire uh, the old Goldfield district from Waterton. Um, roughly $200 million transaction. Um, I, think we may, I think we may see more like that as well. And of course, we had Anglo Gold come in uh, and acquire uh, Corvus a while ago as well. So I think at the very top end, it's likely going to continue to be dominated by Nevada gold mines. But in that mid-space, I, I think we'll continue to see people or companies coming into Nevada, companies like Caliber, like Sentara, like Orla, um, because it is it is so prospective. There are um, there are attractive established projects, but I I would also say that there are perhaps um, there's a scarcity thing going on as well, as far as uh, having established oxide projects. 
Absolutely. One, one sort of final comment on that valuation aspect I, <clears throat> worth mentioning, I think, you know, two or three years ago, Gold Standard Ventures had a market capitalization of well over $600 million. Mm-hmm. The deal on the table now is for 300 and something million dollars. And they've done a whole bunch more work. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Excellent. Okay. So, um, so let's finish with sort of key goals and objectives over the next six, 12 months. Where yeah. would you like to get uh, contact gold to? Absolutely. Great. Always, um, it's always exciting to talk about our plans for the company. Um, ultimately, we want to keep growing uh, Grain Springs. We want to keep growing Pony Creek. Um, so referencing our, our, the last part of our conversation, I, I do believe and we, we believe there is a scarcity of, of really high quality um, open pit, potentially open pitable heap lease projects in Nevada. So we, we really aim or are aiming to grow Green Springs and Pony Creek to continue to fill that void um, and whether that makes us more attractive in the market for, or for an acquirer. Those, um, those, of course, are happy benefits there. Um, and then also, uh, certainly at the corporate level, um, we have a small private placement open at the moment and you know, continue to advance projects, increase our market following, increase our access to capital. Because really the only thing constraining growth at Green Springs and Pony Creek is, is drilling. Uh, with drilling, I think we can add a, a huge amount of value to, to both these projects. Well, the, the 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 big elephant in Nevada, Nevada gold mines, is certainly adding a lot of value with the uh, with the drill bit. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot more still to discover. Absolutely. Okay, excellent. Contact Gold trades on the TSXB under C and on the OTC under CGOLF. Matthew Lennox King, President and CEO, thank you for jo- very much for joining us today. Thanks, Paul. Always a pleasure. And that's all for me, Paul Harris. Join us for more from Mining Stock Daily soon. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.